This is the time that we all been waiting on. The moment all the naysayers been hating on. See, they've been talking down on us and flexing. It'll take more than that for you to stop a Houston Texan. A lot of teams talking tough and can't back it up. But not the boys on Kirby, so you can pack it up. Reliant Stadium is where you can find us with the whole city of Houston, Texas standing behind us. See, we've been waiting. Welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. I am young Ari Gold. I'm very fortunate enough to have my co-host and friend, the Garnet Texan, here with me. Uh, John, this was just uh, an abysmal game. Hard to watch. Hard to talk about. Yeah, I mean, we had to... to anything. Yeah, we had to take an extra day just to kind of collect our thoughts. Because this was our biggest fear, unwatchable football. And, and that's what we have. That's kind of where we're at. I First mean, half it wasn't that way, but it still kind of was. Like well, I didn't think it was a little bit. Maybe maybe so I had to listen to it on the radio, but it sounded entertaining. Yeah. We were starting to make progress. You that there was enough out of Savage that you could kind of see maybe where the coaches were like were seeing over the over training camp, that if he has a second to go through his rota- or his uh, his reads, he can throw a good ball every now and then. He can put together a series that it looks like, okay, he might be an NFL quarterback. The key word there is series. There is so much out of him that it really does make me question the Texans self-scouting. We'd talked about it before with other players. And how they kind of get blindsided by their guys. Yep. They kind of focus on the good from their guys. Yep. And Savage just isn't good. I he's twenty seven years old. And if he was twenty one and he had those those glimpses, I, I would have a different opinion on him. I'd I'd have hope. He's twenty seven. He's been in the system for four years. There's no hope. Yeah, I don't. There's no hope. Tom I mean, Savage can't give us anything this year. Yeah. Uh, this season is over. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to continue to trot out Savage, I don't... This season just probably won't be that much fun. That's not going to be fun to watch at all. Do you expect them to trot out somebody else? I hope they would. I mean, anybody at this point, I would hope that they would even see the TV numbers. And it was a competitive game for the first half. And those are bottom-tier numbers. And this is, and Houston is a football city. Like, listen to sports radio. We just won the World Series, and people are still fussing about the Texans. They were fussing about the Texans the day after we won the World Series. I mean, it is a football city. The fact that football is that bad when this was a national game of the week on in the afternoon, and no one watched it. I think, yeah, the product is bad. I think the city of Houston is just emotionally just checked out this year. Yeah. Is what I think it is. I think they, with JJ gone and Murr gone and then, you know, Fuller was out and then CJ and then Fuller again, Dylan Cole. And then now Fuller's going to be out this week. And then, you know, it's just, and then Deshaun and add that. And I think you just have like this crazy recipe for, Fans that love this team to just have a reason to have their Sundays back for this for the year. Yeah, there's fatigue. I mean, at the, I'm sure when we do our end of season recap, we're going to talk about wow, what a roller coaster the season was. I mean, we'll pretty I, much talk about six games. So. Yeah, 
and then well we'll talk about the highs and the lows and i'm afraid all the highs are over now oh yeah the highs are over this is one of those roller coasters where all the loops and everything were front loaded and the rest of it is just kind of going downhill maybe we'll maybe we'll have a couple extra bumps but we're not going to have any of the real fun stuff i can tell you what if we're if we're putting tom savage out there as our starting quarterback it's uh I mean, honestly, who would have thought that we could get worse than Brock? Yeah. No, I seriously. Mean, yeah. Here's the thing about Savage. Is he, throwing-wise, he's the exact same as Brock. Give him all the time in the world, though, he'd probably be better than Brock. Right. If he had time, if he has potential to still throw the ball better than Brock. Brock moved better. But Brock moved better. Brock didn't fumble. Right. The way that Savage, Savage does. Savage does. issue. He does. He just, he's... He doesn't look like he's athletic enough to play in the NFL. He doesn't. And this comes to him moving slowly. This comes to when he gets hit. If he gets hit, he's going to drop the ball. Absolutely. And he doesn't have the pocket awareness to at least get rid of the get rid of it in some form or fashion or fake it. He's Do something. Hard to watch. And he's he's going to get hurt. Good. I mean, it's a question of when, but. Either next game or the game after, if he makes it through, if he makes it through two more games, I will be f- amazed. He's gonna get lit up. He's gonna. Well, get he's hurt. our starter this week. I know. I really wish they would make a move. What move do you wish they'd make? Well, there's, I, I would think this would be a really good time to audition some of these practice squad quarterbacks. Yep. To see For, who could well, be a backup. Who could be a functioning backup not even it's not even about this year right it's about who could back up Deshaun next year we don't have any quarterback other than Deshaun signed for next year yeah my favorite comment so far was when Texans cap was like you know with Savage we were hoping that he could put enough tape together that we would get a third route and comp pick but that's not happening now because he's people are gonna look at that tape and no, he's gonna be he's gonna be a good camp body quarterback. I bet you if you need somebody to go out there and throw all the routes for you during during camp, Savage will be perfect at that. He'll be signed it somewhere. Somebody will sign him, but he'll be a great camp body. Um, we got to give a, a little bit of a shout out shout out to Bobcat Texans. He came up with a pretty good list on Reddit of available quarterbacks. Uh, for the most part, they're all interesting. Um, I kind of believe in the um, kind of like modified Parcells rules. Parcells used to say you had to be a graduate. You had to have played through a senior. You had to be at least a three-year starter, and you had to hit at least 23 wins. For me, because of the way, the way the game has changed since Parcells has even coached, I don't think that they have to graduate anymore, but I do think that they need to be a three-year starter, and they cannot lose their starting job. If they lose their starting job in college, that's usually a bad sign. They're tough. Like Tom. Exactly like Tom. Tom is a tools guy. We see how tools guys work out. Yeah. Name a tools guy that work, that has really worked out. And other than flashes, none. I mean, even Brady hits the Parcells rules. Case Keenum hit the Parcells rules. We had an opportunity of keeping Keenum. We we're savage. We should have kept Keenum. We should have kept Keenum. But that's all based on what we're seeing now. Like even at that time, like none of us were like, yeah, we got to keep Keenum. Other than, well, saying, I mean, like, there, there was the there was the Houston fanboys, and we didn't know anything about, and we didn't know anything about Savage at the time. Right, that was an unknown but commodity. Just look at how how it's worked out, though. Agreed, agreed. No, if we would have seen him now, we'd 
would be fine. We may actually have picked, not picked up where Deshaun left off, but we'd be in a much, much brighter place than where we're at now. Yeah. I mean, we with Deshaun, we had it, again, hit on it every week. We had a chance to win out. With Keenum... We had a chance we, to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. With Keenum, we're going to stay... We would have stayed... The course. The course. We would have stayed competitive. I think we would have lost maybe the Rams game. Maybe the Steelers game now, but that's probably it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If we had a competent... We... This past week, the Rams, we could have beat them. We should have beat them. We should have beat them. The reason they were able to run away from us is because our quarterback pay, play was so bad. Yeah. Like, our defense, again, was just fine. They were a playoff-level defense. They are not the lockdown, shutdown defense that we got used to, but they are just fine. Was, and that, I, was that game by Tom worse than the Brian Hoyer-Kansas City wildcard game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Is it possible that this is the worst quarterback performance we've ever had? I don't I mean, know. We've, we've had a lot. We've had some really bad ones. We've we had, had 16 some, last oh, year. Man. No, seriously, though. Like, if you think about it, like, I know the Rams defense It was one good, of the most frustrating ones that I've ever watched. I would agree with you. Default. Actually, he was worse against the Colts. The Colts, he didn't turn the ball over, but you were just like, he didn't look like he belonged on the field at all. He wasn't accurate at all against the Colts. With the Rams, he had flashes where you're like, okay, I can see where he kind of put it together in training camp. But he just, again, he's so unathletic. He just... And DeAndre bailed him out so many times. Yeah. So many times. Oh my gosh. Like, that that was just, that was bad. It was really bad. This is two weeks in a row that it was really bad. And if we're going to watch bad quarterback play, I would w- rather watch it with some guys that we think have some hope. Yep. So t- let's go through that list. All right. In no particular order, the I guys boys on there. The guys that were listed off were Boykin. Okay. Philip Walker. Okay. Trevor Knight. Yep. Jared Evans. Yep. Greg Ward. Yeah, buddy. And then a couple of guys that were not listed that I really do like. Connor Shaw, Aaron Murray, and Taylor Henke. Okay. Um, we brought in Henke, too, didn't we? We did. We got Henke and Shaw. We brought them both in. Both looked at them. Yeah, Greg Ward is a wide receiver in, on the Philly practice squad. Well, I mean, it's not like he's going to get any playing time. Makes sense. I Might mean, as well use him where you can. You know, try him out. I mean, just go down him real quick. I really like Boykin. The knock on Boykin is his off-the-field stuff. I think if it was entirely on-the-field related, he would be somebody that would definitely be worth taking a look at. He won at TCU. He had a above 60% completion percentage. Um... They, all these guys played receiver. Even Connor Shaw played receiver. Yep. But other than that, they were all successful quarterbacks. Philip Walker, he's probably my least favorite on that list. He's currently on the Colts back or on the uh, Colts practice yep. squad. Um, I've seen comparisons. The reason they've got him is he's very comparable to Jacoby Brissett. Maybe. Um, he was very inaccurate. He completed less than 60%. However, he did win. He did play. He started as a freshman on a major college. So those are... True. There's something to, that goes with that, that attitude, that ability. And 
I actually do believe that as part of the Parcells. Um, Trevor Knight. This is a guy that everybody in our area just absolutely loves. Probably because he, you know, he played here. Austin, though, they don't really care for him because he played at Oklahoma. He's he didn't have the highest completion percentage. A lot of AM AM guys seem pretty split on him. They liked him because of his attitude playing, but at the same time, they said he was bad. Yeah. So that kind of take it when you're when A and M. I mean, we all know A and M guys are all a little crazy. I hate when when they say that their former quarterbacks aren't any good, yeah, Jared Evans is actually the type of player that I would consider as a project player. Yep. He, I believe he only played one year at Virginia Tech. He transferred from Army as an options quarterback, tore out his ACL, went to JUCO, became the top-rated JUCO quarterback before ending up at Virginia Tech. Had one year, probably should have played another year in college, but he doesn't meet all the rules, so that probably says something about maturity. But physically, he's one of those guys that you can kind of like. He has proven himself as a winner. Yep. Just maybe not to the extent that you like. He does need more experience. Greg Ward. That boy, Greg Ward. Why did they move him to receiver? He's fast. He is fast. He's super fast, and he's got hands. I mean, out of actually everybody on this list, he had the highest completion percentage in college. And he threw, uh, I, I would almost, without looking at stats, guarantee you he had more attempts. Yeah. Guarantee. And just because of the UFH offense. And I remember watching the UFH offense. It was and fun to watch. He had awareness. He had pocket awareness. Yeah. Um, he could move in the pocket, man. Like, he's I don't one of the, he's scrambling wise. I mean, he could yeah. move in the pocket. He's one of those guys that make me really wonder about the biases in NFL coaches. Oh, there's so much. That because he didn't fit a mold, they had to move him over. And of course, he's a competitor and he wants to play. But he is somebody that I would love them came, if he came back and they gave him a shot. We lose nothing bringing in any of these guys, by the way. I know. That's the worst the, part. That, that's yeah, they're the part. either street free agents or on practice squad. That's what I'm saying. That, that's the worst part about this list is literally like you brought in Josh Johnson. When you have all these young guys available, like this is a young man's league. Like you hit on one of these guys as a backup. Like that's 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 a problem solver, right? Because how else are you? I mean, okay, so next year, I mean, we have seven draft picks, but like, do you really want to waste one on a backup quarterback? If you could solve the problem now, all you're doing is just adding benefits. Well, it's a lost season. We're not doing anything and, and this year. And there's that too. There's that too. So, pick one of these guys, give him a chance, see what he's got. I'd be doing got the it. same thing with tackles. Yeah. Got a couple more. Connor Shaw. I know um, you love that dude. Love Connor Shaw. I am extremely biased on him, I will admit. But it actually kind of worked in the opposite. It was part of the reason I was down on Watson coming out. Is if you go read these scouting reports, the pro scouting reports, like Connor Shaw to Deshaun Watson. Yep. Almost word for word identical. Yep. Whereas Watson was more elusive. Shaw was more of a bruiser. You wanted to run through people. Cam Newton, yeah. That was the only two difference. Shaw, I think, would actually be... I mean, if you go watch the game tape that he already has in the NFL, he would be... He is an NFL-quality quarterback. However, because he does run into people. (laughs) Like, he sees people, and he actually runs runs the contact. 
he's going to have to be a backup because he is going to get hurt. Yeah. But, again. You also got to think, do you want your backup to get hurt, too, you know? Yeah. However, I am biased, but do yourself some a favor. Watch some of his tape, and you'll understand why. Aaron I agree. Mur- Aaron Murray, he's not a mobile quarterback, but he's one of those that I'm really, really interested in why he didn't work out in Kansas City. Well, he's one of those that... Wasn't he cut this year? He was just cut. Yeah. When he With Mahomes. He was third string when they decided to just go with two and they yep. went with Mahomes. I don't really understand why. Aaron Murray is a very, very accurate passer. He won. He has won. He won at Georgia. Yep, which isn't easy. He's a little small. Agreed. But let's honestly, like, does that really matter? Deshaun Watson's a little small. He's really small. So, I just, I don't understand why you want to give him a chance. You go look at, if you looked at preseason tape, Aaron Murray looks like he belongs in the league. I agree. And I that, liked him when he was coming out of Georgia. Yeah. I, I thought he had a lot of potential. I thought this would be a good guy for us to take. I, I mean, I really did. And then Tyler, is it Heineke? Heineke. Heineke. I had never heard of him until we gave him a tryout earlier yeah. this year. And then I looked him up a little bit. And, you know, he's somebody, he doesn't have any of the paper measurements. Like, he doesn't have the arm strength. He doesn't have the size. He doesn't have speed. But what he does have is an ungodly completion percentage. He was extremely accurate, and it wasn't just short passes. Even, like, 15 to 20-yard passes, he's one of the more accurate quarterbacks in all of college football when he played at Old Dominion. Wow. Yeah. Like, I mean, he can't bomb the ball out, but he was extremely accurate. He bomb the ball right now. So, again, he's one of those players that... He has shown something. He actually made the Vikings squad, even though he was inactive for every game uh, two years ago or last year. Last year. last year. And now he has bounced around a little bit because he got hurt. Apparently it was something in his arm that he got hurt, and he's already not a big arm quarterback, so I understand that's scaring people away. Well, no, but again. How was he going to stay on the Vikings? Yeah. I mean, they have three starting quarterbacks. No kidding. Uh, I mean, they have three. They're going to flip no Bradford. Kidding. Yeah. It's crazy. The Vikings are going to be there. If you, actually like if you need, the yeah, if you need like a palate cleanser after watching the Texans, go watch a Vikings game right now. They're, a they're real, fun to watch. They're a really fun team to watch. And not only got, that, like their defense is not talked about enough. Like their yeah. defense is really good. They, have, got, they literally have stars at all layers right. of their defense. Well, they're one of those defenses that are not just good, but it's not that boring good. Right. They're actually fun to watch. Harrison Smith's amazing to watch. And then their offense is, pr- their offense is pretty good, too. It is. And everybody loves they Case. Everybody loves Case. They yeah. do. I, 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 I know. For what they've invested into those receivers and what they've gotten yeah. out of them, I, I it's agree. absolutely amazing. It's amazing. What was Thielen? Like a six-round pick? Undrafted. Oh, undrafted. Undrafted out of, like, yeah, uh, Diggs he was, like, out of a minute. Uh, Fon Diggs was a fifth-round pick. Yeah. Um, Diggs was a guy that I was really, really hoping that we pulled the trigger on. I remember watching him at Maryland. His only knock was he could never stay healthy. He got hurt every single year. He continues to get hurt every single year. year. But when he was on the field, he always produced. He's pretty... He's pretty much a Bruce Ellington. Yeah, he's a... uh, He he plays like Antonio Brown and Steve Smith. That angry but controlled anger. Yep. He's fun to watch. When you see players like that, receivers that have that anger, Hopkins has it when he doesn't have the switch yep. turned off. When Hopkins is is on, that controlled anger, 
that's how Diggs plays, and it's it's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, I like Greg Gord Jr. and Connor Shaw, and I, and I just don't see a reason why we don't have either one of them. Yeah, they would cost us absolutely nothing. Nothing, and yeah. you just be experimenting. And, and you know what? The fans would appreciate it. I bet you more pl- fans would watch that than watch Savage. Oh, absolutely. We have a new quarterback. I'm going to turn on the TV and I'm going to watch him. Absolutely. Even if he does bad. Look, when they brought Braxton in, I was like, oh. Yeah. My ears perked up. I was like, hey, okay, okay. Heck, I know Braxton's hurt, but at this point, why not give him a chance? No, he uh, honestly, he should be given a chance at this yeah. point. He should be given a chance. Like, I know, like, I'm not an armchair, like, quarter, like, I don't know what his injury truly is. I know he had a shoulder problem. Well, he said that I he couldn't, he said he couldn't throw the ball 30 yards in, in the air anymore. 30, I thought it was 45. But either way. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, well, the, we don't need you to. Yeah. We don't. We just need that threat. We need the dual threat. Like, honestly, I wouldn't be upset if first play of the game this week. Braxton's in at quarterback and just chucks it as hard as he can, as far as he can. Yeah. Just just to show I can throw the ball. Well, we need that. We need that threat with the way our offensive line currently is to open up the run game. I... But just imagine if you did that once. Just imagine that first play of the game tried to hit Fuller on a streak. I do. The defense would change at right then. Right. Because they'd have to honor it. Yeah, I mean, I'm one of those believers that I think having a quarterback that is able to keep the defense honest right now is the ultimate, is pretty much like the game changer. That's the step up that Watson has. That's a step up that Aaron Rodgers has. Yeah. The defense has to honor him. Uh, it's not even the it's not even with the read option. It's just him being in the pocket. If they take their eyes off him or if they try and run straight af- after him, he can sneak away. Yep. And Braxton can. Right. We've seen it in college. I mean, he may have more electrifying tape than Deshaun in college. As a runner, yes. As a runner, like that that run against uh oh, I forgot who it was. I don't know. He hit him with that spin move yeah. and right took off like 65 yards. No. fucking crazy. Braxton, I mean, that's why he, we drafted him as a receiver. He's a great, great runner. Great. Elusive. And he, I mean, might as well. He's already on the roster. I mean, he's You're better not, than... You don't like him at wide receiver. Yeah. He's taking up a roster spot. Why maybe, not try? Maybe that'll get him more engaged. Right. And... Maybe you have a backup. Who knows? You just luck into a background. We that's already what I'm saying. Third, maybe we are, luck we already, into a, ba- a backup quarterback. We already spent a third round pick on him. I mean, and he probably hasn't fully tried to rehab his arm because he's felt like he hasn't needed to. Right. What, what would happen if that was what he did? I don't know. I don't know the significance of his injury. I'm not a doctor. I don't know either. Neither, I just know what he's said. I just know what we've heard. Yeah. And granted, it may be hearsay. I'm not even sure if I heard it directly from his that, mouth. That's what I'm saying. Or from Bill O'Brien's mouth. Right. I've never once heard either anybody from the Texans say that he can't throw. I don't know. We so just do we you have think to they do bring, something. But do you think they do? Do you think they do, John? Most years, I would say no. Oh, so you think they will this year? I don't know what to think anymore. Uh, Freaking Rick Smith. I don't know what to think of that man this year. As every time I've said, there's no way Rick Smith would do something like that. He goes around and he does it. Like what? Trade up for Deshaun. Yeah, but come on. Trade Brock Osweiler. No, that was... I wish we wouldn't have now. Yeah, well... 
I would rather not. I'd rather have that. I'd rather have the pick. We just ate the contract. Ten million dollars. Here's what's crazy to me. I'd honestly rather have Brock start over Tom. They traded that pick. Say that. They traded that pick to get his money off the books. Yep, that was the whole purpose. Our Nielsen rating for that one game probably cost the franchise more money than keeping Brock Osweiler. You're 100 percent correct. Like Uh, Brock would have been better than Tom. Yeah. Honestly. Well, it's just getting people to buy in. Yeah, that's it. And, but he was, uh, you know, then towards the end, there was the issues and the, you know, what people thought of him in the locker room, supposedly. So, but at the end of the day, it's not worth getting rid of a second round pick for. We should have just cut him. Just ate well, the money. Yeah, wouldn't we have ate more, though, if we cut him? Yeah, because the Browns we took. Yeah, we, we would have ate like we seven million ate, more, right? Like half the contract or it something was, like it was that. Seven million more. Seven or eight million more. And then he and would have been I th- how much th- dead left. Yeah. I think it was a lot. Well, the reason we traded him was to get Boye back and Romo. Yeah. That's I'm what so glad we didn't get Romo. And the trade was just a little bit too late that we couldn't get Boye. And of course Romo retired. Let's and that one we kinda lucked out on. No, that's what I'm saying. Let's take a step back. Let let's look at this before Romo retires, before the draft. Before Bouillet leaves, and right after we trade Brock, what we all wanted was sign Romo, sign Bouillet somehow. We we couldn't. I don't think we would have been able to sign Bouillet, Bouillet no matter what. I, I'm, he's happy where he's at. Yeah. But imagine if we would have signed Romo and didn't draft Deshaun <laughs> because we thought we had our starting quarterback. Roma would probably be hurt right now. Oh, he'd probably be dead right now. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't do it. I mean, it worked out, and I agree really with you. Did. I mean, I wish we could have kept... I still wish we could have kept AJ. Oh, dude. Boye is a monster, bro. I know. He's a monster. He is not a product of our uh, environment. Yeah. He is a pure cornerback that we made, we molded, and we lost. It hurts, man. Oh, it so hurts. Because he's playing for the Jags, it hurts even more. I know. And I, I and mean, I, good, I remember bro. when we he even said that. picks the other day. We were hoping and praying that he was a product of our system. Because we loved him. We, we, we wanted to keep him. We've said repeatedly. From the beginning. I would do anything. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have used the franchise tag, but I would have done I would anything have. short of. I would have. Why not? What's an extra $3 million that year? It would have only been fifteen. He's getting thirteen there. I thought it was a... It was, only, it was only, I think, six, 15 or 16. I thought it was 18. I don't think so. Okay. I thought it's it was quarter, five I thought, money. I thought it was quarterback money. Oh, no, 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 no. Because no. that was my thought. If I, if no, you're no, no. right and it was only a capital. Tremaine Johnson got uh, franchise tagged. Um, but either way, I would I would have been fine. You know why I would have been fine uh, franchising him is because this year we would have had the money to keep him. Yeah. And this we, is and we the way that. the way it worked out. Had we franchised him, had we still drafted Deshaun Watson, 16, 16 million. Oh fuck! So I mean, it would have been an extra three million to have a starting corner opposite J. Joe, which then we could put K. Joe in the slot, move Kareem to safety, and we'd literally be eliminating two birds with one stone with that one move. Yep, and our defense would be substantially better because Substan- well, yes, yeah, substantially better. One thing we do need to also keep in mind is our corners are not good because we do not have a pass rush. Yeah, no pass rush, you don't have good coverage. The two go hand in hand. They like do. you, you can't cover for seven seconds. 
Well, that's part of the reason why Jacksonville has a really good pass rush, that, though. That is because they can't. They are Jalen Ramsey and AJ Boyer have like the longest coverage time right yeah, now yeah. in the league. Like they're the best. They're just they're just absolutely ridiculous. They're the together. best cornerback duo in the league. Yeah, they are. I mean, it's hands down the best. and they're making their defensive line look amazing. Well, yeah, and their defensive line is making them and look they, amazing at the same time. Yeah, their defensive line has Clay's a lot of talent. Is potentially yeah. a defensive player of the year. Like, <sighs> damn it. <laughs> yeah. Jags are, we've always said they're spooky every offseason. They're truly spooky. Yeah. I mean, they really could go on a run. Bortles is not a problem right now either. That's what's, yeah. That's the problem. And yeah. they're doing it without their best receiver as well. So we've got to deal with them next year. Yep. Granted, next next year the AFC South gets really, really fun. It gets way better. Yeah. And well, maybe. Maybe. Andrew Luck is probably not coming back. Apparently he's in Europe trying to figure out what's he, going on with his shoulder. He's trying to figure out what's going on. The team isn't. He is. Yeah. He's doing everything he can to the figure out. The team thinks what. it's in his head. They I know. If you're if or, you're right or yeah. what's his name? Uh, what's the owner's name? God, I hate that dude. He's such a douche. Oh shoot. Anyways, yeah, he came out and said he thinks it's in Andrew's head. Why would you say that? I don't know, because he's a cokehead. Yeah, he's an idiot. He's an absolute cokehead. Well, thankfully, the Colts are a burning dumpster fire. They're going to be franchise. a hot dumpster fire. But Jacoby Brissett, they may have been okay. They may have found a quarterback. Yeah, because he looks pretty good. I enjoy watching him play. Yeah. Um, but then the Titans are going to be great. The Titans have a lot of young talent, and they're not even using our boy Decker at all. Right. Literally. Well, here's the bright side: we are still the second youngest team in the league. Yep. And Watson is good. I wish he would hurry up and come back. Can I read you something? <laughs> I'm going to read everybody something. So I was just going through, I was going through something on Reddit, and this guy basically said, no, something about upgrading the O-line, uh, that busting waiting Deshaun Watson isn't going to play out the way that we all thought. And that was, that was, uh, that was 62 days ago. So I noticed it, and I was like, have you changed your mind about Watson? This is what he says. No, across multiple threads, this has been my general prediction. Watson will put on a show at times, using his youth and athleticism to make some amazing plays, while also making some big mistakes based on his known weaknesses. Over the next few seasons, however, injuries will take their toll, his athleticism will wane, and defenders will not have to fear his legs like they do now. When that happens, they will bait him into making more mistakes in the passing game. Whatever passing skills he has is offset by the mistakes he continues to make and the Texans languish. Watson has now torn an ACL in both knees, generally speaking. Two ACL tears in the same knee is a career-ending situation. I know the injury may have been a fluke from the Seattle game or maybe a fluke from the read option drill in practice, but this is pretty much what I expected to happen. Not just this season. I expect another major injury next season. He plays the game very dangerously. It's astonishing to me just how similar the attitude towards Watson mirrors the RG3 hysteria. hysteria. Like, I can't believe the Texans fans did not learn from that. I predict that the same thing would happen to RG3 that I predict will happen to Watson. Watson is too small, too small of a frame, and relies too much on his legs. He has too many accuracy and interception issues and is and now is one knee away from basically being finished. 
there any truth to that, though? No. Why? Unequivocally, no. Why? Watch the tape. I watched RG3 versus Deshaun Watson. Oh, two totally different players. Different styles of quarterback. Deshaun's much smarter, first and foremost. If he can only get three, he'll go down. He's not running to the outside to extend the play. He's not going to try to spin out of a tackle. Here's what actually aggravates me with a lot of these comparisons with mobile athletic quarterbacks. Just because you are mobile and athletic does not mean that you are the same style of quarterback as another mobile athletic quarterback. And they continue to to lump all athletic quarterbacks together with Watson. He's actually not as fast as you think he is. He, he only, he runs like a high four, six. It's fast, but it's not otherworldly fast. It's not Mike Vick four, two fast. It's not even Johnny Manziel fast. No, but he's smart about it. The way that he runs. That's the biggest thing. He is probably one of the best ball handlers. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The way that he can sell... The way that he can sell the the option. The way that he can sell... The play action. Play action. Those are Deshaun Watson's strengths. He Robert Griffin had none of those. No, he did not. And Robert Griffin always took every big hit. Every big hit. And didn't what, get out of bounds in time. And then just didn't look, slide. On top of that, look at the improvement in Watson's throwing from the beginning of the year to when he got hurt. Well, and let's also look at how he got hurt. Right. It's not like he got hurt scrambling. If he got hurt in the Seattle game, it was when he was in the pocket and got rolled up on by a defensive end. If, you, if it happened in practice, it was literally just an option. So it's not like he got hurt trying to outrun a middle linebacker or a corner and get tackled him uh not get tackled properly i mean it was just a fluke play right. you know what i mean like that's the difference and all of rg3s were all caused by rg3 well rg3 had to be athletic for his game to work yep he had to be a runner for his game to work which is funny because he had a hell of an arm yeah i mean he could he could he, chuck he, it he had a fucking hell of an arm but watson's game is not he doesn't have to be a runner for his game to work. No, he doesn't. I agree. He has, to, he has to continue to make decisions. He has to get better at making decisions. Part of the reason that he makes poor decisions is he is very, very aggressive. But I think that as injuries take their toll on Watson, which very well may happen, I don't think that he's going to become less effective. But I do think that he will continue to improve as a passer. I agree. He's shown that already. Yeah. Just from preseason to now. I mean, that's a big that progression in that what ten week. I mean that's that's a lot. It's a huge step forward. Yeah, he's not the same type of player as RG three. I agree. I agree. I think he was just comparing black quarterbacks. That's just my opinion. <laughs> I don't know if he's comparing black quarterbacks or going down that road. I think he just gets gets blinded by the fact that Watson can make plays running. He, but he's always keeping his eyes downfield. Yeah. That's the difference between him and RG3. Well, RG3 let would me, tuck let's and rephrase run. this. If um, Aaron Rodgers tore his ACL and that was the injury, and we were all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to be mobile anymore, would we be having the same sort of conversation? No. I'm, would those injuries affect no. Aaron? They would, but they wouldn't. It's the same, it's it the same be, thing. It it, Aaron Rodgers would still be a great quarterback. Yeah. Either way. Because he can do it in the pocket, and he can do it while running. 
Just I like mean, it's shot. just... Every player in the NFL is going to get worn down by injuries. It happens. It's a it's, it's sport. A, it's it's part happens. of the sport. But he's... He's just, he's not the same player as RG3. I agree with you. I, I thought it was crazy. That's kind of why I wanted to share it because I was kind of taken back by it. I am too. I was too. expecting um, when I told him, when I said, how, feeling different about Deshaun, I wasn't jabbing him. I was actually expecting like, yeah, I was absolutely wrong. Like this guy's mm-hmm. so amazing to watch. But instead, I, and there was more no, than that. There was a he, lot more He's than that. doubling down on his argument. And he knows. It's one of those where if you're doubling down, Give something more than just saying, oh, he's going to lose his athletic ability. Oh, he did. He gave a lot more. I just didn't read it. Oh, all. you didn't? It was really long. Oh. You want to read it while I talk? Um, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> also, uh, Papa John's just came out with this extremely weird uh, tweet. The statements we made on our earnings call were describing the factors that impact our business, and we sincerely apologize to anyone that thought they were divisive. That definitely was not our intention. We believe in the right to protest inequality and support. The players' movement to create a new platform for change. We also believe together as Americans, we should honor our anthem. There is a way to do both. We will work with the players and league to find a positive way forward. Open to ideas from all, except neo-Nazis. Fuck those guys. Did they really say that? Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Anyways, yeah. No, I agree. I, I I think uh I think I think Watson's fine. Is it gonna is the East Coast gonna hurt him? Yeah, yeah, it will. But if anything, just watch the as I've referenced in every podcast we've done, uh just watch the A King is Born and watch him rehab. I mean he he's gonna work hard to get it right back to where it was. Um all right, John, this is a really big week. It's a really, really big week for me, personally and emotionally. This is Andre Johnson week. I know, man. There's an Andre Johnson day now. That's Houston. pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I mean, that's super cool. Because he is the GOAT. The greatest of the Texans. He's the greatest of the Texans. Yeah. You can't argue. For the that. time being, yeah. Uh, okay, and so this is kind of, I knew you were going to say that. But we talked about J.J. being the greatest of all time, most likely, as a Texan, right? But if J.J. doesn't come back to J.J. form, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. If at the, We said this after the back surgery that he was going to come back and that it would still be him as the greatest Texans of all time. If J.J. does not come back the way he we expected him to, I don't think there's an argument anymore. Andre is the greatest Texan of all time until Deshaun. Well, uh, not according to this guy. Yeah, this guy. I, <laughs> I don't even want to put his username out there because it's just not fair. He's going to get bombarded with a bunch of racist remarks because it's pretty blatant. That's exactly what that is. But it's neither here or there. Uh, but honestly, John, if, if JJ doesn't come back to form. Is Andre the goat for us? If we don't get another year of JJ being JJ, you're gonna call me Kim Kardashian again. I'm just asking. I'm, I'm just saying. I hate. I almost hate to get into these. But arguments. you have I to ha- I, to say who's the greatest of all time. Texan or the greatest Texan of all time. I love Andre Johnson. Yeah, but you. I, I've, 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 I've 
started multiple posts where I think that he should be a Hall of Famer. I actually think he's going to get in. But you also said that you didn't get into Andre, but three years after he got into the league. Right. I didn't. I mean, yeah, I was living in the Carolinas. I'm just saying. I didn't get to watch every game. I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying. I hate it. I got to watch when I got to start, when I really did start watching him. It was the Shab Andre connection. Yeah. And watching him just destroy people made me really upset that I missed the. Entirety of his career. No, he made so, you a Texan fan, like a diehard Texans fan. Yeah, that's what you said. I know. Once and you I realized stand by that, that you didn't want to miss another game of his. Right. He's 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 definitely in the pantheon. Like right now, he is alone in the pantheon. There is no one else on his level yet. Oh. I am hoping and praying for JJ. Open and praying. I'm hoping and praying for Hopkins and Watson and. Players yet to be named to join him, but right now he is alone as the greatest Texan. And yes, he does absolutely deserves to be the first one to start our ring of honor or whatever we end up calling it. Yes, he definitely, definitely deserves that. And I am very, very happy for him. I think it's so awesome that we're going to have an Andre Johnson day. I, he's, he's earned it. He's a good guy and he's really earned it with his play off the field and what he's done or play on the field and what he's done off the field. Like, there's no argument there. And I don't even want to, I don't want to get into the argument of comparing him with JJ and what may possibly happen with JJ because I don't want to t- But I don't want to take I don't want to take anything away from Andre. Those entertaining podcasts. <laughs> Our job is to entertain, John. It is to entertain. Not entertaining right now. Why is that not entertaining? I mean, you're not debating. Sometimes there's debates that are worth having and sometimes there's not. This is one worth having. Because that Andre's awesome? No. If JJ can't come back to JJ form, we thought that if JJ continued, that there was no doubt that he was going to be known as the better Texan than Andre. We never took into consideration the fact that JJ may not come back to form. And would that put Andre above JJ? Here's the thing. I think that Andre is going to be the top. But because, especially of Harvey, especially because I hate to say optics of JJ, um, JJ was the franchise, like the face of the franchise. He was the face of the NFL. And this is when Andre was still Andre good. was never the face of the NFL. Right. I think that it, this is actually, it kind of sucks. I think it's more likely that JJ Watt gets a, sta- a statue outside the stadium than Andre does. That's a, that's a slap in the face. And it's probably true. Because it's going to happen. You know Watt's going to have a statue out there. slap in the face. Yeah. I love me some JJ. Andre deserves a statue over anybody. Yeah. I mean, hopefully I'm wrong on that prediction. But I think that... No, you're right. It's going to happen. He's just... He's easier to market. I mean, if you just look at our... The way we market our players, we actually don't. We, We only market JJ. We don't market our other players. You don't see Nuck all over the place. You don't see, I mean, you'll start to see Deshaun because he's a quarterback and everything's going to come because of the position he plays on his own. It won't be the team pushing it, but the team pushes JJ. And a part of Arian came out. Did you watch, did you listen to the podcast Uh with uh, DeAndre and and Arian on Arian's podcast? No, I need to. I've got to download it, but I haven't watched it. It's a must listen. Okay. What did you say? Uh, So basically, Arian says, that 
the Texans do a very, very bad job marketing their players. Yes. And that they only market one white man in J.J. Watt. How much of that is the Texans and how much of that is J.J.? I think it's a mixture of the two. Like, uh, Yes. On I think a lot of CBS the reason- pushes him yeah. when he's on the sideline and he's not even playing and he's throwing up the balls right. to the, you know. So, yes, a lot of it is brought on by who J.J. is. But I do think the Texans have truly well, thrown in, J.J. out there. In their defense. He's a great player to market. Well, he was. He's a great player to market. was the only defensive player that you could sit there and you could argue. Like, me and my brother used to have this argument. If J.J. Watt should be MVP over Aaron Rodgers. Well, he almost won. One yeah. year. So. Five votes away. There's kind of. And I'm sure J.J. being white. Being, it helps. It helps because he's a white non-QB. And Correct. Well, and he's a white defensive lineman. Right. There's not a lot of marketing that goes into the white defensive lineman because there aren't a lot of them right. as good as Leonard Williams, Muhammad Wilkerson, and the, I Jefferson think Griffin, all If those. Andre Johnson was playing a little bit later, I think that he might have gotten more attention mm. because... He's just his peak was right when fantasy football started. Where Arian, part of the reason everybody knows who Arian was, is because of fantasy football. If you weren't a Texan, it was because of fantasy football is why you know Arian Foster. I would agree. Um and I, his antics. No, I would say more so it's because of fantasy football. No, I'm saying yes. After the fact. But I think that, his antics also like Yeah, the way after the fact. And, yeah. And also, you know fucking U of H student stuff like that yeah but I think Andre Johnson just he kind of missed the boat a little bit I think he would fit in with the next group of receivers and he was well, playing at the same time he was playing at the same time that like Ocho Senko was playing and Terrell Owens was playing I'd take Andre over Ocho I would take him over I would, I would have taken him over both of them I'd take him over Reggie Wayne would but you? he just didn't have this huge well he's not a marketable guy right he didn't have this huge personality like they did he's not a marketing kind of guy and but he Aaron was talking more about DeAndre yeah when he was talking to DeAndre like well, why DeAndre isn't because DeAndre's quiet DeAndre's like Andre he's quiet he's he a, to himself right I mean, even in this interview, it's not like there's not a lot said. Yeah. Arian tries to get him to talk about like the whole kneeling of Bob McNair stuff, and he kind of tiptoes around it, but then doesn't really. Right. So yeah, How? DeAndre and Andre are very yeah. similar. There's a reason for that. Andre took DeAndre under his wing. Well, I think that's part of the reason why they went out and got DeAndre. That's exactly why. It's because, because they, they were want, that. They want that character. They want that personality controlled a little bit they want so they even i mean andre johnson even goes back to what i was talking about earlier that controlled anger oh he may fit it more than the two players never, you mentioned you would have never known he was even angry I, unless you were Cortland finnegan unless you were Cortland finnegan <laughs> and again <laughs> but i never i mean i never when that happened i i've never been more surprised by anything i think in my life than that very moment. You're right. Because You're actually right. Because I remember working at, at the bar and one of my coworkers was like, your boy's in a fight. And I'm like, who? They're like, and I, I did not expect them to say Andre Johnson. I, I, I don't remember who I thought they were going to say. I thought it was going to be um, one of the defensive players. They're like, Andre. I'm like, what? 
No, seriously. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, really? What? <laughs> For, I don't know why, but I remember where I was. I was at a TGI Fridays with my friend, and we were at a bar drinking. And all of a sudden, it just happens. And I stand up in the middle of TGI Fridays, and I'm like, Andre, knock that motherfucker out! And the manager was, sir, sir, we have kids. And I I'm just, like, I'm, I, I, I was like, whoa. I just remember going and standing next to my bartender and my bartender's like, like, and I'm like, (laughs) I don't even know what to say. I'm speechless. I'm like, I'm just kind of giggling. It was nothing. That's Andre Johnson. Yeah, no, I said the same thing. I I just, I didn't know. I didn't know how to react. I'm like, it's Andre Johnson. I'm like, I was like, what what did, what did Ennegan do? What did he do? Yeah, well. That was my question. I was like, he must've done something bad. Like, did he? You know what corner reminds me of Ennegan right now? Who? He's in our division. But he's a better corner. Jalen Ramsey. I knew you were going to say that. He's He he holds you. He pushes you. He, gets he puts his hands skin. on you. He gets under your skin. And he'll talk that shit just to talk that shit. And he doesn't even say... The worst part about Ramsey is he doesn't even say bad stuff to you. <laughs> he just says things like, you're soft. <laughs> he doesn't say he got, anything about your under, mom. He got under AJ Green's... Oh! I mean... That that's the new. That's Did you see Le'Veon fire. Bell and Juju McCluster uh, yeah, reenacted as a TD celebration? Oh man, I like Juju. I Juju's too. funny. There's He's a personality. Fair. That's a great wide receiving uh, team uh-huh. there. Him, Antonio Brown's numbers are way down this year. Yeah, yeah. So okay, before we end, favorite Andre moment to talk about Andre Day. Your favorite Andre moment as a as a player, Andre, whether it be a play or whatever. Just the battle red game with um, Case. There, again, that game just always stands out to me. We didn't win. It was against the Colts. That T. Y. Hilton did his thing, but it was kind of that was Andre's kind of going out. Like he finally blew up. He always had. Tr- he he never really scored a lot of touchdowns. No. If anything keeps him, right. if any if anybody if anything keeps him out of the Hall of Fame, it's, it's him not scoring enough touchdowns. And he had this monster three touchdown game. That he really should have had a lot more of. Like he had a great career, but he watching that game, yeah, side. just watching that game, you're like he could have had more of those. And it was fun until we blew it. But just even looking back, he played for a couple more seasons afterwards. Two more seasons with us, and then we should have converted them to tight end. That would have been interesting. We should or have converted even, them at tight end what they were doing with Fit, what they're doing with Fitzgerald over at uh, over with the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. At, yeah, they put him at slot. Yeah. No, like, we should have found him. There, there, he was good enough still at that point to where he could have been used. Yeah. First of all, he's a great blocker. So if you put him in the slot, that's going to help on our wide receiver screens that we'd love to throw with, under Bill. And if you put him at tight end, he's definitely big enough to play. Yeah. So, yeah, but, I don't know. I don't say mine's probably the... Arizona Cardinals game just that that will that power he showed getting hit by a linebacker in a corner and then a safety and just taking it in the end zone that was a good one I'll never forget that play or maybe the Washington Redskins game I don't know definitely my favorite Texan of all time for sure for sure yeah all right well not too much more to cover that's because the team has not given us much more to cover as usual um not sure if we'll have much more to cover next week we'll figure something out if not maybe we'll uh 
we'll do the top 10 Texans plays of all time, like uh, Houston Texans radio, or uh, we'll do, I don't know what we'll do. You know what we'll do? You know what we're going to do? We're going to start our off season early. This is no, this seriously, this is what I, this is what I need us to do. If you guys want something new, I want all of you to find James Palmer. And I want you to tweet at him, asking him to come on the show to talk about Deshaun. That's what I want. It'd be a great interview. He was a, he was his personal quarterback coach. They still talk all the time. He'd be a great radio interview. So if you want that to happen, tweet at James Palmer, Carson's or Jordan Jordan Palmer. I don't know why I said James. You're, I was God. like, you were thinking He's of a the writer, huh? Yeah, you were thinking of the guy that covers us for NFL Network. Yeah, I'm sorry, uh, Jordan, Jordan Palmer. Palmer. Jordan Palmer. Carson's wondered where you're brother. going with that. Yeah, don't don't tweet at James Palmer. I don't care to have him on here. Uh, but but Jordan Palmer, Deshaun's quarterback coach, so we can get him on here because that's something I'm I'm working on as well, trying to get done. So that'd be a great interview. So we can kind of talk a little bit more about Deshaun uh, and get a little more insight to him. Other than that, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Store, search Texans Unfiltered. Uh, you can go to Texans Filtered un, or TexansFiltered.com and find all of our links anywhere to go. Um, when you're on iTunes, leave a review, ask a question, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at TXNS underscore unfiltered. I know this season sucks. I am sorry, guys, but we're here for you the entire time. Until then, this is Young Ari Gold signing off for Texans Unfiltered. We'll catch you guys next week. When they had our backs up against the wall and said that we couldn't stand the pressure, we still got it done, man. When they said the clock was winding down and it wasn't enough time to get it done, we still got it done, man. Now it's our time to shine. It's our time to keep it 100. So we're going to go out here and show them how true we are, baby.